Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for purpose and a more fulfilling life? Are you looking for inspiration and encouragement? Then this is the place for you. I'm Brooke Moore. I'm Gretchen Jackson. I'm Kelly Strother. I'm Tharwit Lovett. We are Shifter. In this podcast, we will address all things mindset. You will hear real stories from real women who have faced their fears, crushed their limiting beliefs, and have turned their mess into their message by shifting their mindsets and leveling up in business and life. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Melissa Falinski gordon She's the founder of Adulting Simply and also a fellow Shifter sister. She has created Destinations, the absolute best roadmap for living an intentionally balanced life. This is not just another planner that has some of what you need, but lacking in so many ways. Destinations has you covered daily, weekly, and monthly. It's colorful and fun, has loads of room for dreaming and goal setting, and sections to help you through the day-to-day struggles of life. Through over 10 years and thousands of dollars wasted, Melissa originally created this tool to help her navigate life more efficiently and successfully through her struggles with ADHD. After telling some of her closest friends and family about it, they all agreed it was something that everyone could use and benefit from. There's even a private Facebook group for people to ask questions and watch videos about the how, where, and why of implementing this roadmap in their life. Currently, it's being sold as a PDF on the Adulting Simply Facebook store, as well as on Arkansas Alley, owned by another shifter sister, Sarah Hare. Very soon, it will be available on Amazon as a paperback book style planner and on the Adulting Simply website as a monthly subscription. This gives people the opportunity to try it out, get familiar with the process, and have an additional price point to purchase at when you have discovered the amazing potential your life has with this guide. Stay tuned to Adulting Simply's Facebook and Insta pages for updates. Hello and welcome to the Shift Her podcast. This is Kelly Struther. We are so excited for you to be joining us today on the podcast where we are obsessed with sharing real life stories of women who are rising above the expectations that society or their situations have put on them to go after a life that truly lights them up from the inside out. Today's guest is no exception and we cannot wait for you to meet her. Melissa Falinski gordon is a lifestyle tipster and neurodiverse zillennial who has overcome adverse childhood experiences and is now showing others how to do the same. Melissa has a lifelong history with ADHD and has lived with obstacles in learning, remembering, and executing day-to-day life in a productive way. After having three children while simultaneously working full-time and being a college student because she thought she could do it all, she was forced to develop hacks for herself to ensure all the things actually got taken care of efficiently. Since then, Melissa has worked with a variety of ages and ability levels and discovered a passion for helping others overcome their obstacles as well. She deeply enjoys and respects the wisdom of elders, as well as the innovation of upcoming generations, and she strives to build a bridge of respect and acceptance between the two. Like many of us, Melissa is a woman who wears many hats. She enjoys working with her husband at their business, Gordon's Complete Lawn, Care, and Gutter Cleaning, and helping others gain success for doing life and business well through her company, Adulting Simply. She also hopes to get her nonprofit, Simplified Adulting off the ground early next year. The purpose for that will be to get free content using a variety of mediums in the hands of high school students and adults needing the basics of how to adulting. In addition to all these things, Melissa is also the community manager in our new Facebook group, Align and Shine with Shifter. Welcome, Melissa. We're so excited to have you today. 
Hi, Kelly. I'm super excited to be here. So your story is so relatable to many of us women. You know, you're wearing all the hats, juggling being a mom, working mom, and student at that. You know, getting your mindset in the right place can be such a game changer. I'm so excited to dig deeper with you on how that has impacted your own life. Um, can you maybe share with us like a significant breakthrough that really played a role in changing a belief that you had or shifting your own mindset? So mine starts several years ago. Um, life was kind of just happening to me through family and history and marriages and children and all of that. And at some point in time, I started working for a local school district and I worked with at-risk and troubled teens. Now, truth be told, all my life, I had always had these little visions, and this is new because I haven't shared this with anybody but my husband, but I would have these little ideas and these little kind of pictures in my mind, um, almost a little storyline, and then I was like, oh, that's, that's crazy. That's not my life. That'd never be my life. You know, move on. And as time went on, ever so often, one of those would happen, and I would find myself in a moment of, oh, I've seen this before. You can't tell people that they'll think you're crazy. You know, it's like, are you having premonitions? What's going on? And so I never did tell anybody about it until just recently. So all my life, you know, I had these daydreams of a different world, a different life for me. But um, from early on, anytime I mentioned something kind of grandiose to family or friends or people around me, they would quickly start telling me what my money mindset was and my future mindset was things like, Oh, you have champagne taste on a beer budget. And well, those kind of things aren't for people like us, or that's not the lifestyle that you have and so on and so forth. So I really didn't much see my value as a person until I started working with at risk and troubled teens. Most of them, if not all of them had stories similar to mine, most of them were in much worse shape than I was in at their age. And my story was actually worse than a lot of theirs. So I began to think about why I was different, how I was different, and then how I could help them. I, I did always challenge them to not, uh, not accept where they were and to not just choose to behave the way they were behaving because of their circumstances. Uh, my uncle and I used to joke when I was young, which is not funny now, um, about how statistically speaking, I should be a crackheaded lot lizard in a ditch somewhere, which is a terribly tacky thing to say. Um, but my family history, my experiences, my childhood, my trajectory was headed that direction. But um, I'm kind of an unyielding person, it seems. My husband will say the same thing. I refuse to be a statistic. Uh, I had that deep inside me many, many years before I understood how valuable that fight was, I suppose. Um, I just won't be beat. You may get me down, but I just won't stay down. So while I was teaching these kids for seven years, I came to understand my whole life suddenly had a purpose. Everything I'd ever been through, Every hardship, every experience, every choice to overcome, every obstacle that I had survived all of a sudden had purpose. I would tell my stories over and over and over again. And these kids would <clears throat> cling to me and, and flock to me really for those stories, for that never say die, don't give up, you know, keep on trying attitude and approach. And I wouldn't cut them any slack either. You know, every time they would say, oh, I just can't. That was never an option. We we're going to figure out how. So um, 
at the end of seven years uh, leaving public school, because I finally figured out that the politics in public school were not going to suit me well, uh, I went on into bartending and working with 20-year-olds and things like that. And it just repeated. You know, I found that it wasn't just at-risk and troubled teens. It was the bulk of society that was struggling with a lot of the same things that I had been, only nobody talks about it. And there are no resources for it. If you don't have a therapist or you don't have a coach or you don't have parents that can guide you along that way, most people are just really in a struggle. And so that was, that was probably the catalyst and the spark to my lifelong, you know, from, from then on uh, dream and, and pursuit of what I now get to do for a living every day. Um, just finding ways to empower and um, pour into and encourage other people to live their best life regardless of their circumstances. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. I kind of always had the idea I could, but Shifter is what told me how. <laughs> Shifter was what um, gave me the resources and the curriculum that I needed to go, oh yeah, those crazy little dreams you have, you actually can do that. There is a roadmap for that. Here it is. You know, most of us grow up in an environment that we're not taught that. Our family wasn't taught that. Our surroundings don't adhere to that. And so, I don't know, we just kind of wander around hopeful yet hopeless all at the same time. So, Right. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of us can relate. I heard you saying that your family, it sounded like, was almost trying to, to put you in your place or keep you in a box that they had assumed you would be in based on your circumstances. But I'm sure seeing those teens and then the other people you were around kind of helping them get out of those boxes certainly allowed you to see a door to kind of pursue your own passions. Um, you also talked about, you know, your money mindset being something that had, you had been held back on before. And I know you are one of our OG shifters. You were in one of the first mastermind groups and, and you and I discussed earlier that money mindset was just a huge breakthrough for you and some of the things that you went through in, in the mastermind program. You want to talk about that just a little bit? Money mindset is so much fun and, and you have, you really have no idea how limited you are until you have to start challenging these things. And the first one, when we did our worksheets, one of the first things was, have you ever heard these things growing up? And one of them was, you know, do you, ha you have champagne taste on a beer budget. And so I found that I'd spent much of my life not allowing myself to desire big things because you know, that just, that couldn't possibly happen for me. Um, and then also that you have to work hard to be wealthy. Like you have to go to an eight to five or you have to be, you know, in business or you have to be a banker or you have to be a, a lawyer or all these jobs that years and years and years in college, which let's remember I'm ADHD. So let's not talk about many, many years in college. Um, you know, just all these all these boxes, as you mentioned, that tell you that this is the only way to be wealthy, you know, investment mm -hmm. banking, whatever, whatever. And so finding out, discovering in the Jensen Shiro, uh, you're a badass at making money, discovering that the things that I was talented at, the things that were my giftings, the things that I had developed and created, I could actually, that could be a vehicle to wealth. That was the most eye-opening then embarrassing and terrifying thing that I ran across because one, what if it's not true? You know, what if, what if that's good for other people, but not good for me? So still the, the personal limitations, the self-esteem issues and all the other 
agreements that I had made with myself my entire life kept trying to trip up my ability to be wealthy. And it's a journey and it's, um, it's a place where you changing your mindset is a, something that is done intentionally. It's not something that's done accidentally. At some point in time, you decide that this is not what I'm going to think and feel and believe anymore. And then the work begins. And the work is every day getting up. And even if your gut doesn't feel it, telling your brain out loud, verbally, no, this is possible and this will change. And just like with exercising at the gym, it's a muscle that gets stronger. Right. And so I just committed every day to little by little, destroying and tearing down old mindsets as I would become aware of them and changing my script, putting in new things like, I know Gretchen's favorite thing to say is I'm a money magnet that cracks me up. Um, my, my thing this year is I get paid for who I am. There you go. I just get to be and exist and do what I do and do what I enjoy. And I get paid for it. And that's, that's been such a blessing. Yes. And you are so valuable. So you, you are definitely deserving of everything you're worth. Um, I know one thing also we've talked about with the money mindset is, is breaking down some of those beliefs. You know, it, some people may think, yes, you've got to be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, hustle all day long to get the wealth. But at the same time, we've talked about wealth isn't just for people that are wanting the, you know, really fancy houses or private jets or that sort of route. I know you personally have a passion for a nonprofit, and that's something that a lot of us don't realize, you know, yes, we can get on money mindset correct and manifest this wealth so that we can help others. We can take that wealth and pass it along and do it that way. How is that really? Very much so. I'm, I'm so looking forward to utilizing that wealth for wholesome reasons. I really want to serve and care for my family in ways that was never afforded to me. And I really want to um, pour, pour that income into providing resources for the masses, you know, to put, to put content in high schools and to make content free and accessible to any and everybody that can log on with a phone or a computer and just do some studying. So um, I have, I have a huge heart and I'm uber passionate about assisting our society now in um, getting more control of and feeling more empowered in their own life. And on a basic level, you know, how, how do I cook something besides ramen noodles to how do I budget to how do I have good relationships with peers and not just on a phone? Right. So I think you're, you're on a track and you are bound to change many lives, Melissa, for sure. Um, one thing that I, I did love reading about you as well is that you really equated a lot of the things you learned with the mindset shifts and, and shift her to things that you had known about, you know, God and the universe and things that you had found in studying scripture. Could you elaborate a little bit on some of those parallels that you had found? Absolutely. So that's been a crazy journey and it's been really fun to watch my daughter have the same freak out at the same time. You know, when you first start reading, if you grow up in the South in the Bible Belt, and for me, I, I used to say this was weird, but I actually found that I was very fortunate. I tell people I'm a religious mutt. My mom's family was Pentecost. My dad's family is Catholic and Polish. So they're devout. And my, uh, I was saved assembly of God. Then I was baptized Baptist. And so religion is different for me because I've subscribed to numerous doctrines or at least been exposed. So I kind of have had to find the commonality among them all. Um, I always wanted to complete a world religion class at college just so that I could continue to geek out on that. 
But I also found a passion for psychology early on, especially developmental psychology. So here I am exposed to all these different places and God is the topic of conversation or God is removed from the conversation over and over and over again. And I kept just knowing that there had to be some core something running across running across the shifter curriculum or being found by the shifter curriculum gave me that, you know, it gave me, it gave me the, the theory and it gave me the, the context that I could then search out and find in many other places, whether it be general psychology or it being scripture. And, and that was very empowering for me because I'm kind of a twofold researcher. If you tell me, if Kelly says, Hey, you know, this and this and this, and it's good, then I'm going to sit over here and I'm going to wait until Kelly and Brooke and Gretchen and a couple other people also confirm that. I'm, I'm really bad about just not taking people for their word. That may be a fault and it may be a great thing. I'm not sure. But in this case, it was very affirming and confirming for me to, to read what I read in Shifter and to be able to find that also in scripture. Oftentimes in scripture, that's not talked about as much, um, because we have a tendency in a lot of churches to not celebrate us as people. Uh, there's a lot of rules and a lot of responsibilities over love and freedom, but it's there. It's actually there. All the light, all the love, all the blessing, all the grace, all the freedom is there in scripture. And I, I kind of geek out and enjoy finding all of those parallels because it just, it fills my fire more. You know, it just gives me so much more passion and drive and motivation and like, you, <laughs> my husband laughs now, you can't tell me anything anymore. Like you can't tell me what I can't do anymore. So I, I'll show you here where I can, and I'll show you here where I can, and I'll show you here where I can. So it's, it's been incredibly encouraging and motivating. That's great to hear. I mean, I definitely can relate, you know, whether, whether it's God or the universe or, or something else that you connect to, there's certainly an element of faith that's necessary. We are kind of putting our, our hands in, into jumping fearlessly again into our dreams or our passions. And we've got to have that trust element of trust there as well, that God or the universe is going to pick that up and, and fulfill and also, you know, protect us and carry us along in that journey that we're, we're setting out on. I also have found, um, you know, so much of self-care in the Bible as well, just like you were talking about the gratitude yes. that we talk about, you know, diverse collaboration, manifesting uh, meditation as well. It's all, there it's it's in scripture it, it's all the mindset work we've done has certainly strengthened my practice i know it has for you as well um, so i'm going to shift gears just a little bit and kind of i would love to to ask you a question um just knowing all this stuff that you've learned through your own personal journey what advice would you give your younger self <laughs> that's my favorite question that you've asked me um don't accept an ounce less than what your heart desires from anybody ever. Uh, I am a firm believer now. And if it is, if it doesn't sit well, if it doesn't feel good, if it's not fully what you want, desire and look for, don't walk away from it, run away from it. And unfortunately for some people that also means family. Now I'm not an advocate for a divorce, but I'm a huge advocate for, knowing for sure what you're aligning yourself with before you make long-term commitments to anything or anyone, business, um, friends, peers, relationships, any of that. I just, there is so much in my life that I could have done faster, better, bolder, stronger, 
if I hadn't been so focused on hoping people liked me instead of knowing who I was and what I was and only aligning with people that also knew that. That's right. Our worth is not in other people. That's true. Yes. So you, um, you know, I know with your ADD and just the, the journey that you've been on, you've had to come up with some very individualized strategies and tools and just ways that you can really execute life well. Are there any particular tips or tools that you have helped you overcome challenges that you can maybe share with some of our listeners? So for me, being ADHD, it is extremely important, and I very much depend on support, guidelines, reminders, prompts, and direction. Um, I'm a person that has to live my life intentionally because our, my favorite thing to say around the home is I have, I definitely have a gypsy butterfly brain, you know, whatever's fun. People say, Oh, squirrel, you know, whatever mine's squirrels can do, whatever. I'll have a million different thoughts or creative ideas, or I'm a master at being present is really yeah. the problem. <laughs> like whatever comes into my path, I am fully present with which isn't exactly a bad thing unless there's five appointments that you've missed because you've been totally present with the thing that just walked in the door. So I, I, it, I am required to live my life with some level of intentionality to be able to move forward in any way, shape or form. And so most of the time people use planners or some sort of tool to do that. But for someone like me that I don't need to just know what I'm doing for my time during the day. I need to be intentional with my spiritual life. I need to be intentional with my health. I need to be intentional with my relationships. It's common for people that are ADHD to send text messages, or at least they thought they sent them, but they only sent them in their head. It is very easy for uh, me to falter on really important, valuable relationships, not on purpose, but because I didn't have any kind of uh, reminder or prompt to ensure that I was getting that done. So, I have spent thousands of dollars and thousands of hours purchasing planners, making these little worksheets, doing lots of things over the last 35 years to try to live my life intentionally and with some direction and some effectiveness. And there's just not anything out there. There's just not. I've spent, oh my gosh, insane amounts of money and time combing through planners or having three or four different ones. And that's not realistic. Who's going to carry three or four planners? So um, this year, as a result of learning that I can do what I want, uh, I built one and um, cannot wait to release that. It has taken a little bit of a turn. I intended on having it ready to release before January 1, but um, Farwick, one of her wonderful things that she says is everything is as it should be. And uh, every time I would get to a deadline, something catastrophic would happen and then I would read or study something that absolutely had to be in the planner. So I'm like, okay, fine. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. Well, a week and a half ago, it became abundantly clear that it needed to be a subscription situation that to make it accessible and affordable to the masses, which is my dream and my desire. Um, this would have to be broke down and sent out monthly. So uh, very soon we'll be releasing the adulting simplified planner called destinations um, and it will be a monthly subscription. You can purchase it all at one time if you prefer, but for other people that want to just do increments, it will be available as a subscription. And every month looks different. It's beautiful and fun and creative like me. So that's, that's really been taking many, many years of experience and hacks and tools and whatever and putting them all together for people like me that are neurodiverse, but also just for the average normal busy mom or entrepreneur Absolutely. or, you know, I love hearing that. It seems like usually when we 
we go about creating something that's that would really be useful to help our own selves is when we tend to end up with a great idea that's actually going to help the masses like you said i'm a big list maker myself and a, a creative who um, i can definitely relate because i've got all these ideas that popping in my head but i'm on the go and so i'm gonna have to check that out when that comes out for sure um, and so I'd, I'd also like to just commend you. I mean, you talk so openly about your ADHD. You've gone public with a disorder disorder that many hold shame around. Uh, I just commend you on that. I love that you're taking your power back in this way to use it to identify and amplify areas of growth for you. Um, I think that's that's really brave and something that a lot of people need to hear. And so thank you very much for talking about that. You're welcome. And it definitely is a superpower. It is however you choose to see it. And there are limitations and difficulties with it. But I have giftings that many people don't have. And it's only because of that that I have those abilities and giftings. So mm -hmm. that is a, that's a wonderful outlook to have on that, for sure. Um, I would also like to ask you about, you know, you did talk a lot about um, these tough things you've had to overcome and how the odds were kind of stacked against you. And I know you and I've talked about with that adverse history you've had there were dark times that suicidal thoughts were definitely present. I mean, I can relate to that. I think a lot of us can. Um, is there any particular advice you would give to those who are in your shoes right now or have, are in that dark place that just need some sort of reminder to keep moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. And that has been, um, so I have seasonal affective disorder, which I didn't know for about 25 years. Um, every, every holiday, every around Christmas from October on, I would get increasingly depressed and there've been plenty of times that I could not get myself out of bed. I have a wonderful daughter that recognized early on in her life, how to alleviate that, even though I didn't and, um, has come to my rescue numerous times. And I call it, it it's called suicidal ideation. It's not that I actually wanted to die. It's that I didn't want to live, you know, life was just too hard and it was too much and I couldn't see any way past it or around it. And so, I mean, I spent my twenties asking God every day, why in the world would you let me be born into this family and this life when those people over there are doing great things? Well, I now understand there was purpose in that. So that's number one, there's almost always purpose in your pain. Yep. Um, and the moment that you can start pouring into other people that, that also are experiencing your pain is almost always the moment you start really healing. Once I found purpose, teaching those students constantly showed me what the purpose was for my pain and how I could, how I could help them and, and coach them past that. Um, and now it's in my parenting and now it's with my peers and various other things. But in those moments, it can feel absolutely hopeless and like there is no tomorrow and that it won't get better. My choosing mindset in those moments, which is so hard, trust and believe I understand how hard it is when you're miserable to go, oh, but tomorrow's going to be better. That's what people call you and tell you. It's not actually how you feel. Right. But if you will, if you will get up, if you will just have, if you will start a system or a routine with yourself, when you feel that bad off, if you will just do one thing and maybe it's take a bubble bath and maybe it's put on different music. And maybe it's go through your closet and find the outfit that just makes you feel amazing. But if you'll just make one little step in a direction that you know is something historically that makes you feel good and then get to that next level up and then take another little step and another little step. And this kind of makes me emotional to talk about because there's been plenty of times that I just couldn't figure out how to take that one step. But my saving grace this year with not having dealt with so much seasonal affective disorder stuff 
was the shifter curriculum. It was learning to do the one little thing. It was also the learning to take care of myself and loving myself enough to go to the doctor and say, okay, I actually have some extreme anxiety. I'm going to need a little help with this. And getting on a basic anxiety medication, not even an antidepressant, just something to help balance my emotions so that I could make a choice and then do the actions associated with that choice for myself, which is the ultimate form of self-care if you really struggle with mental health stuff, for sure. Absolutely. And just to remember, self-care is not selfish at all. Um, Absolutely. That's a great way to put it all together. I mean, yes, just like you said, when you're there, when you're in it, it is very hard to see a way out of the darkness, but turning that mess into your message is just a beautiful outcome. And you, you've certainly been a wonderful example of that, Melissa. Thank you. Uh, it has been just so great to hear your story and walk through all of that with you and hear these amazing tips you've got for people that are definitely um, in your shoes. I know there's more out there than they'd like to admit. Um, we do like to end each episode by asking you a few questions that you do not know about. And so <laughs> I love this little segment, but I would like to start with what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Gosh, there's been a whole, whole lot. Um, I think what you just said is really one of the most remarkable ones for me. The self-care is not selfish. Being a mom of three and a wife and all of these other things. um, I've always put myself last. And I think part of my, no, I don't think I know. The biggest turning point in my journey in my adult life was when I started choosing me. Something simple from going ahead and allowing myself to buy an outfit when the kids probably needed things. The kids were always taken care of. I always made sure my kiddos were taken care of. I always made sure my husbands were taken care of. I never made sure I was taken care of. And it totally changed my sense of self-worth when I learned to actively start practicing loving myself. That's so, yes. I mean, I I 100% relate. And the shifter program, the mindset work, opened that up for me and validated that for me. As, As a working mom, I think I was putting everything and everyone above myself, including my health you know, physically and Mm -hmm. mentally. And so being able to kind of take that power back is is certainly very necessary, but also a really, really good thing when you're trying to work on yourself. Um, So to flip the switch, what is the worst advice you've ever been given? You have to hustle. Hands down, worst advice I've ever been given is everything's hard and everything's a hustle. Yeah. Alignment was the most beautiful concept I ever came to understand. So true. So, Melissa, what is the favorite book you've ever read? Y'all probably never heard of it. It's called The Anomaly Mindset by Sandu Krakowski, who is a bit of an extreme character in and of herself. But um, I read that just before I started reading The Shifter Curriculum. And the Jen Sincero book, How to Be a Badass at Making Money, is my second favorite book. But um, if you ever get the chance to listen to Anomaly Mindset, I will... I will, uh, I will tell you you're welcome and I'm sorry all at the same time in advance. Uh, I like to read. I like when people are secure and confident in themselves and they speak from that point and she knows who she is and she is different. And she gave me every permission in the world to, to walk in my insanity basically. And that'd be a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Well, again, Melissa, um, we're just thrilled that you joined us today on the podcast. We are going to be sure and drop, Um, all of Melissa's 
locations where you can find her in the show notes. Be sure and go on to Facebook. She's got a website for Adulting Simply. That's ADD, Adulting Simply. Um, you are going to change so many lives with that. I'm just so excited to, to watch your journey and see what you're going to do with all of that. But thank you again, Melissa. It's been so fun talking to you. It was really good to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Shift Her Podcast. We are here to share stories that inspire so that you can create the life you love now. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review, share on social media, and tell us why it resonated with you. You can follow us on Facebook at Shift Her, Instagram at shifther.co, and read more about us at www.shifther.co. While you're there, sign up for our High Vibe monthly newsletter, where we share even more inspiration and stories from our Mastermind program. Links from today's episode are in the show notes.